Welcome to the Power Compass Podcast. Learn simple, effective principles and tools that will help you create greater vision, purposeful life direction, and achievement mastery. And now, Dr. Joseph Kepo'o. Aloha, this is Dr. Joe Kepo'o, your host today on the Power Compass Podcast. And I am really excited to be here with you. In fact, I think I'm excited every single episode. So <laughs> I'm glad to be here with you today. I'm glad that that uh, we can be here together to be able to go down this journey of life. I mean, that's it. You, you must admit it. Sometimes it can be really hard. Sometimes this journey in life can be really hard. There's a lot of struggles that come up. There's a lot of different challenges that come up. And sometimes those challenges we're able to get through easily. Sometimes it's, it seems like those challenges just never stop. And, and it's nice to know that there is some support out there. You know, there's... There are people out there that are thinking of you. I'm thinking of you every single day. I know that there are there are times that you're struggling in life, and I'm hoping that this podcast is a place that you can come to to get the support, to get the tools, to get the understanding that you are needing at this time to be able to get through a challenge or to be able to get to a hard spot in your life. And and that challenge may not necessarily be something that is, you know, it's like hard on you. But maybe the challenge is that you're trying to up-level your life. You're trying to upgrade your life. And sometimes when you're trying to do that, when you're trying to upgrade your life, when you're trying to improve, when you're trying to reach a new level of achievement in your life, sometimes it can feel really lonely. And, and that loneliness can be just as bad as when you feel lonely in a struggle or a challenge of, of something that's really hard. You're not really trying to improve, but you're just trying to get through life. That can feel just as bad as when you're trying to improve your life. And uh, I want you to know that I am here for you. I'm thinking about you. You're on my mind. And that's why I make this podcast. I make this podcast to be able to give you that support and to give you that that knowledge and tools that are going to help you through your hard times. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If this happens to be your first time here on this podcast, thank you for being here. If you're a repeat listener, awesome. I'm glad that, uh, that this has been, the podcast has been, uh, good enough for you to want to come back and learn more. So I'm really humbled to be able to have you here listening to this podcast once again. So uh, let's get on to, today, to today's subject. Now, to, there's there's a particular tool that I want to teach you today and share with you today that I have really enjoyed using. It's actually something I've stumbled upon just recently within the last few months. And, you know, that's one of the cool things about this whole personal development uh, genre of uh, you know learning how to improve your life, learning uh, different tools that can help change things for the better, help you get through challenges, is that there is no lack of information out there. There's no lack of, of tools and principles. There's always seems to be more than enough. You know, if you ever ha- are in a place where you're like, man, I just don't feel like I, I have, I, there's, there's nothing new out there for me. Well, I feel like I'm always stumbling on something new. There's always something new and exciting. There's always something that's that's really neat that that uh, other people are inspired to create or that they learn from a mentor and, and they're just now bringing it out for the public to be able to learn. Whatever it is, there's there's always new stuff out there. And so I, I love, that's one of the things I love about personal development is that there's always something new to learn. And so for those of you who are like me, who can get bored with some of the doing some of the same things, whether that be like uh, something as simple as declarations, affirmations, 
you know, those are awesome. I love them and I use them. But sometimes they get kind of boring or they get stale and you're like, oh, I'd like something new to to use. I I need something to kind of renew my energy, renew my thought processes and, and renew my my uh, routine throughout throughout my day or whatever it is. And so the tool I want to share with you today is something that's totally renewed me. I've really liked using it. It's really simple to use and you can use it at any time that you need to. And I also encourage you that you use this tool every single day. It's something that is so simple to use and so easy to implement into your routine or into just just if you're needing something to help you get through a certain time. This is a really easy tool to use. Um, let me give you a little bit of background before we actually get into the tool itself. Now, something really cool about the way that our brain works is that our brain uses images to be able to help us uh, function in this life. Now, for those of you out there that are already thinking, well, I'm not a visual person, I have a hard time visualizing things, well, there has been studies that have been done that have recently confirmed that there is no such thing as imageless, image-less thought. All of our brains create images and work through those images whether you are conscious of that or not. So if you're out there thinking, I don't visualize things very well, and so if, if you're already starting to kind of turn off because I'm going to give you a new visualization tool and you're thinking, I don't visualize well, this isn't going to work for me, well, guess what? This will still work for you because your brain still visualizes things whether you are actually, you can see those images or not. Your brain uses images. And let me give you a little example. I want you to... You know, if you this is for those of you out there who think you're not very visual, okay? I want you to go ahead and think of your uh, think of where your house is located. How do you end up to your house? How do you how are you able to actually drive down the road and end up at your house every single day if you can't visualize something? Well, the reason why is because your brain can visualize it. Your brain can visualize the different streets that you need to go down. Your brain can visualize what you need to do to be able to drive a car properly. Your brain can visualize exactly the location of where your house is, what your house looks like, the numbers on your house, and where the keys are to be able to get into your house and so forth. So even though you may not be able to actually see certain images very well in your mind, you know, like if you've tried to do visualization processes and they just don't seem to work for you, your brain still uses images. So before you poo-poo the idea of this uh, technique that I'm about to teach you that doesn't work for you because you don't visualize, please continue to listen because the neat thing is that I've actually had reports of people that have used this technique. They've actually been able to gain their ability to visualize consciously more effectively. So this might be a really good tool too if you're in a place where you're like, I wish I could visualize better. I wish I could image things better in my brain. This technique is actually going to help you to be able to get that part of your brain back. Okay? So uh, it, let's go back to the brain again and talk about the subconscious part of your brain. Now the subconscious part of your brain, which actually we talk about that in a podcast episode called Why Can't I Control Myself? So if you want to go back to that podcast episode, if you haven't listened to it, that's a great one to help kind of understand a little bit more about how the brain and the subconscious part of your brain works. But just talking about the subconscious part of your brain, you have what's called your cerebellum. 
And in that part of your brain, you actually, that's where a lot of your subconscious processes work. I shouldn't say a lot. All of your subconscious processes work within that part of your brain. And with also uh, different parts of your brain that, is, that um, include the reptilian complex. So that part of your brain uses images to be able to drive your life, drive your behavior, and drive uh, the different results in your life. And inside that part of your brain, there is what we like to call your screen or your heart screen. And that inside your heart screen, that's where you actually develop or keep different images that represent different ways that you see life. And so there's a part of your heart screen that is the conscious part of your heart screen. That's this part of your screen that you can actually visually see. So if you were to visualize something happening in your life and you see those images flash across the part of your brain, that is all happening in what is called your heart screen on the subconscious part of your brain. Now there's also the unseen part of your heart screen. That's the part that works inside your subconscious mind and then connects with the conscious part of your, your mind so you can actually see what's on that screen. So if you if you're visualizing right now, let's just say, let's, let's visualize something that is a struggle in your life. And let's say it's something as simple as that you just really get triggered when someone cuts you off in traffic. You, when someone cuts you off in traffic, you get angry, you get upset, you get irritated, and uh, you do those, those uh, behaviors or those signals with your hand that maybe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be, or you say those words that shouldn't be coming out like that. Uh, because of that per way that that person cut you off and you start blaming that person think they're the most un inconsiderate person in your life okay we've we've painted it enough okay you you probably have been in that situation before where you've been cut off and it, it irritated you now some of you may get more irritated than others some of you may not get irritated at all now why is that I mean the same we all go through the same things I mean if you all get cut off we all have different ways of responding to getting cut off in traffic and so why do we all have a different response well it has to do with that subconscious part of your brain and the images that you hold within that part of your brain and those images are what cause you to respond so let's say the the person cuts you off and so an image in your brain that is connected to someone cutting you off would be an image of anger or rage or irritation whatever it might be that how you respond or maybe the image might be patience, calm, peace, whatever it might be. Those images get triggered, which then triggers other parts of your brain, which then triggers your body, the rest of your body, so that you respond a certain way, okay? Now, here's the cool thing about this, this heart screen that holds the images in your brain. You have the ability to change those images. And those images can be changed very simply through a technique you can use at home. And that's where this, this tool now comes into place. Uh, it comes, it's called the heart screen meditation. And this is so, this is a really, um, a really good tool. Now, it, it does take some practice to get good at this, at using this tool. It, it is a simple tool, but it does take a little practice on your part to be able to use this tool properly. So let's go over how we use this tool and um, so that you can start using it right away. So the basically what you want to do is that you want to find a quiet place. It is it is good if you can find a quiet place to settle down and to be able to do this technique. It doesn't necessarily have to be 
dead quiet or you have to be in a really relaxing uh, position or whatever it is, you can use this heart screen tool, at any heart screen meditation, excuse me, anytime you want. But it is nice if you can do it when you're relaxed and when things are quiet and you've got some time to yourself. Okay. So then all you need to do is close your eyes and then visualize some sort of screen in front of your mind. Now for those of you who again don't feel like you can visualize, don't worry about it. Just close your eyes and just just know that as you do this tool that there's this screen in front of you. And you can visualize this screen in any way that you want. It could be like a big old huge huge plasma screen TV. It could be a movie theater TV. It could be a, a phone screen iPad screen. It doesn't really matter what the screen is. Just visualize some sort of physical screen in front of you. It could be even some cool futuristic screen that doesn't exist, but it exists in your mind. Really doesn't matter. Just see, see the screen in front of your mind. Now, as you see that screen in front of your mind, there, there could be certain images that already pop up on that screen for you just simply by taking your awareness to that screen and you might have certain images of maybe there's images of stress and grief pain uh, anxiety anger there could be other things on that screen at that time that aren't very comfortable the screen could be completely blank it really doesn't matter because the neat thing about this technique is that we're going to be using this screen that you're consciously creating in front of your mind to not only influence that part of your screen, but whatever you do to influence the conscious part of this screen, the screen that you can see, it will influence the subconscious part of your screen, which really, at the end of the day, the subconscious part of your screen is what is what causes you to respond or react in the first place. So this technique is meant to help influence the subconscious screen that you don't see simply by changing things on the screen in front of your mind that you do see okay so now if you've done that done that what you're going to want to do at this point now is that you're going to want to ask for some help to be able to make changes on this screen now I suggest that you connect with your higher power whoever your higher power is whatever your higher power is I suggest that you use your higher power to ask for help me personally my higher power is God and Jesus Christ so I when I do this process I'm asking God and Jesus Christ to help me with this process if that's not who your higher power is you can ask ask your higher power whoever your higher power is just ask your higher power for help now if for some reason you don't feel like you connect with some sort of higher power or a higher source of energy in your life you can just simply just ask just put this this petition out there to be able to get some help with this particular technique and so you're going to once you've seen you have that heart screen in front of you you now are going to put out a petition uh, or a prayer or simply just ask for help and what you're gonna say and this is this is person what I like to say I like to say and ask that my heart screen be filled with the love and light of God and if you don't want to use God you can just say please fill my heart screen with love, light, peace, and with just pure white light. And so as you ask this, as you petition that this heart screen be filled with love, with light, 
with strength, with the life of God, you just visualize that there's this light, this pure light that's just coming into your heart screen, coming into that screen, whatever screen it is that you have in front of you, visualize it being filled up, just totally filled up with that, with that light, with that love, with that peace. And if there was anything on that heart screen that was of a negative nature, just see it just dissolving away, being pushed away, being uh, taken out of that screen, and everything, every nook and cranny of that screen is just totally getting filled up with white light, with the love and light of God, whatever it is that you're asking your screen to be filled up with. And then once it's totally filled in, all of that negativity that you may have seen on the screen is gone and dissolved. Just sit with that. Just sit with that feeling of peace and love and knowing that that screen is totally filled up. And because you're influencing that conscious screen, you're influencing that screen that you can see, it also is influencing the subconscious screen, which is what causes you to react the way you do in the first place anyways. And that's it. That's the technique. Now, it may take you... 30 seconds to go through this process. It may take you 10-15 minutes to go through this process. What, However long it takes you to go through this process, that's what you needed. So don't judge it. Don't get frustrated if you're like, oh my gosh, uh, my partner and I, we do this together and my partner does it within 30 seconds and it takes me 12 minutes to get it done. Don't judge it. That's the process that you need at this time. You may find that there are times where you can do it really quickly and it's and it's wonderful and powerful and works really well. Sometimes you may find that it takes 10-15 minutes for you for you to actually see things come together properly with this heart screen meditation. But however it works, however your screen looks, whoever it is that you're petitioning to, just know that as you do this process every single day, it is going to make huge change with who you are. Because at the end of the day, what is it that we, that we all really want? I mean, a lot of us, when, when you think of that question, what is it that you really want in your life? Your first reaction may be, I wish I had more money. I wish I had better health. I wish I had better relationships. All of those things are wonderful and awesome things to be asking for. But at the end of the day, the things that we really deeply want as a human being is that we really want an internal state of love and peace and joy that's really what we're seeking for at the end of the day no matter what it is that you're looking for in your life ultimately it comes down to just wanting a pure internal state of love peace and joy and if you can have that life is wonderful life is grand it doesn't matter what comes to you it doesn't matter what type of challenges that you have coming at you if you can be living in a place of love joy and peace internally at a deep level everything else in life is just going to be great and grand and all the wonderful cool things that you get whether it's like a new house a new relationship more money those are just gravy with your life and then the other things that come in those challenges those 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 frustrations so forth that come into your life they won't look that way way because you're living from a place of love in your heart and so another little thing that i would suggest also that you start trying to do every single day is that you try to live from a place of love the best you can for the next 30 minutes. And just focus on that. Focus on living from a place of love the best you can for the next 30 minutes. And focus on that. Focus on that love. Focus on that, that time in your heart. And let me give you a little, little 
little example just that just happened to me last night I'm an ice hockey player I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on this podcast but I I'm an ice, ice hockey player I've played for about 24 years now I absolutely love ice hockey I'm a goalie and I it's just it's just a cool cool sport and and I tend to be a pretty level-headed cool person I think that's one reason why I've been a successful goalie I'm a pretty good goalie I I know I'm I'm biased talking about myself, but I feel like I'm a pretty decent goalie, especially if I stay level-headed and I stay focused. I do really well. Well, last night we had kind of a frustrating game. We're in the playoffs right now with the team that I play with, and uh, I was a little frustrated because there were some people on the opposite team that were playing at the level that they really shouldn't be in this particular league that I, I play at. They're like There were many steps above uh, the people that I, I play with. And um, it was a little frustrating. And there were a couple times where I I found myself wanting to hack at these people's legs with my stick. I was wanting to push them down. I was wanting to say mean things to them because I didn't feel like it was right for them to be playing at this level because they, they, were, they were making the teams a little uneven. So the game was unevenly played. And... I found myself getting to a point where I was getting frustrated and it it was affecting my performance. But not only that, it was affecting the way I felt in, inside. You know, I, I wasn't feeling right. I wasn't feeling balanced. I wasn't feeling um, okay. Because here I is. Here, here's here's some guys. I don't even know who they are. I don't know their, their names. They're wearing masks or cages on their helmets, so I can't even see their faces. I don't even know their names. And here I am. I'm wanting to, like actually be mean to these people that I don't even know and that's just that's just not a, a good place to be I think you'd agree with that and so at, I, I was able finally to kind of calm myself down and realize okay you know what this is just a hockey game this is not that big of a deal and I reminded myself that I'm just gonna live in love the best I can for the next 30 minutes of this game that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna focus on love I'm going to focus on doing it, do, loving the best that I can for the next 30 minutes. And that's what that was what I was going to focus on. I wasn't even going to focus on the fact that my team was struggling, the fact that we were having a hard time. I was just going to focus on love. Now, I I don't know if what I was that switch in my mind or in my heart is what made a change in the game, but the instant that I started focusing on love, there was a huge shift in the game. And my team played one of the best games I've ever seen them play. They were they were hustling, they were passing well, they were playing their positions well, they were happy, they were excited, and we ended up drudging ourselves out of this hole and we came back and won the game. And we ended up beating this team that had a bunch of players that really shouldn't have been playing at that level. And it felt really cool because we were able to get ourselves out of that hole. We were able to show that, look, even though we had these people that I felt like were unfairly playing, we were able to play at their level. We brought our level of play much higher than I've ever seen. We were able to stay in the game with them. We ended up coming back and winning the game. It was, it was an awesome feeling, fun, fun game. I really enjoyed it, especially once I was able to get myself out of my head and I started just loving. I started to love the best that I can. I loved the situation I was in. I loved the people that were frustrating me. 
and come to find out at the end by the end of the game you know that we were able to shake each other's hands yeah, the opposite teams were shaking each other's hands saying good game and the guys that even I kind of hacked at a little bit with my stick came back and they're like you know everything's all good and there were good feelings after the game and so that that just was a, such a huge accomplishment to be able to feel that I could dig myself out of that situation and I really believe that these two tools that I just shared with you today that heart heart um, the heart screen meditation and then living in love the best you can for the next 30 minutes these two things I think are gonna make a huge difference for you if you can start applying them every single day and start using them in a way that it's not because you want you want more money or you want more better health or you want better relationships in your life you're using these tools Start using these tools because you want to create that internal state of love, joy, and happiness in your heart. And and I, I, I hope that this has been a good one for you. If you have any questions, any concerns, if you have anything you want to hear me talk about more often, then send me an email. Shoot me an email. Comment below on the, on the podcast comments. Let me know if there's more things that you'd like to hear. Um... And then if you want to get in connection with me, you can always contact me. You can contact my office. My office phone phone number is 801-607-2599. You can call in, set up a consult. We can talk if we need to. Um, And then also you can always use the email to contact me at any time that's that's in the podcast description. Or the email that you can contact is is at drjoe at mypowercompass.com. That's D-R-J-O-E at mypowercompass.com. So you can always contact me there. Have an awesome, wonderful, energy-rich day. And this is Dr. Joe Po'o here to help you create a greater vision, better direction, and achieve it master in life. Until next time. If you are interested in scheduling a personal mentoring session with Dr. Joe, then email us at the email on the podcast description or call us at 801-607-2599.